Whips, Cuffs, and Little Brown Boxes A Lily M. Mystery by Catherine Long Prologue, June 18th, 8.30 a.m. Fran read the email and thought how it didn't make sense. Your merchandise will arrive Friday. Pack it, ready for delivery trucks to pick up Saturday at midnight. Our New York associate expects shipment no later than Monday morning. And this time, don't mix it up. Last week, Toys Club R Us received a box full of pillows filled with nothing but feathers. One more thing. Make sure you deliver the video to our friendly store owner. We don't want him having second thoughts. Fran leaned closer to the screen and read it again, only out loud, and then shook her head. Sure enough, it was addressed to her, nobody else. What was she to think? It smelled and tasted like monkey business. That much she could guess. And, most puzzling, she knew the sender. Yes, it was very strange. Why she would get such... Fran! Hey, Fran, where's breakfast? It's already past eight, you know. Mike shuffled across the living room floor. His robe sagged across his chest, half open with the sides hanging unevenly. One hand reached up to scratch his stomach. I'm starving. Fran clicked the email window closed at the sound of his whining chatter. You're always starving. What's the matter with you? You can't wait five more minutes? Give me five more minutes. She glanced back at Mike and frowned. And go comb your hair. You'll look like a porcupine with it sticking out all over like that. Jeesh. When the foot shuffle grew faint, Fran turned back to the computer and brought the email back into view. She pressed the print button and waited until the sheet of paper moved into the tray. Another click, and the email disappeared. Fran smiled. The plan began sprouting details in her mind. It was devious, and it was risky, but well worth it. Besides, she figured nobody should get away with whatever this was, because it didn't sound legal. After turning off the computer, she picked up the phone and made the call. She held a handkerchief tightly over the receiver while waiting for someone to answer. Her heart pounded louder and faster. At the sound of the click and a hello, her lips brushed against the cloth scented with Vicks VapoRub as she whispered, I know what dirty business you're into, and I think we should talk. Soon. Chapter 1 June 20th, 8 a.m. Quiet, relaxing, a day free from interruption. Just me and my writing. That was the plan. Speeding car chases, crazed fans, and missing relatives were not. But then, of course, I got the call. Sergeant Galco had finally agreed to my interview if I agreed to a ride-along. So at 8.15, his cruiser pulled into my drive and we headed into downtown Barton. He started in with a story about yesterday's arrest. It seems a local drunk, Victor Tosevich, decided to rob a liquor store, wearing only a Donald Duck mask and brandishing an empty gun at the cashier. When the police arrived, they couldn't decide whether to cuff Victor or take pictures. Donald Duck with no clothes would make a great conversation piece on poker night, Galco said. When a vintage black caddy in front of us started to weave back and forth, Galco stopped in mid-sentence and threw out a few choice expletives. I uttered a couple of my own and gripped the door handle as Galco turned on the siren. 
My head jerked back as the cruiser accelerated and tailed the caddy through the south side neighborhoods of Barton. The caddy's driver must have decided it was time to lose us when he shot across two lanes of oncoming traffic to turn down a back alley. Galco swerved to follow, and we rounded the corner on two wheels, with me squealing to slow down or else. I'm not sure what or else meant, but when I agreed to the ride-along, I hadn't envisioned anything quite this exciting. In my side mirror, I could see the flashing red of two other cruisers following at a close distance. It was about then when Galco slammed on the brakes and my head hit the dash. "'Jesus, Pete, what the hell?' Galco shouted out the window. He reached over to open the door, and as if I was an afterthought, turned to me and ordered, "'Stay put!' I didn't plan on doing anything else.' 